Welcome to the J&J Connection Podcast. I'm Jesse. And I'm Jordan. Today, we will be talking about the documentary, The Social Dilemma, social media, and our world-renowned spooky movie review. Fact of the day, a human head remains conscious for around 20 seconds after being decapitated. I thought about this for two seconds before you started saying it, and I've decided I can't believe it. <laughs> really? I, is, that, like, so, a, is that a true statement? That is, Are you being tr- honest, that is truly or? my, yes, I'm. that is my okay. honest opinion. I thought you were making a joke. No, that's my honest opinion. Because whenever, you know... We were we were all kids once, and UFC was a big thing when when we were kids, and uh, yeah, the fact like you can pass out just from someone, it's not you're not choking them and then they're passing out. You're restricting blood flow to the brain. So if that just stops, for you know however long it takes for somebody to get knocked out, which is like three seconds, then that's I mean that's where I'm coming from on this. I just I. I don't know if I buy that. But don't don't you think like after you're be, after you're knocked out, it's not like your mind stops working. Conscious means awake though. Like conscious means reacting to stimulus. So I wonder if after being like knocked out, you're slowly cutting off the blood. The the one thing I can think of is maybe the blood that's still in your head. Right, because maybe continuing it, it, being pushed. If yeah, if it's in your head, it's or if it's if you're choking someone, you sort you still have a closed system, so if blood can't get in, it also can't get out, and so it's not flowing, and so just the pool sort of you exchange all the oxygen that's in the blood in your brain, and then that's it. Whereas maybe if you if you had cut that, there'd still be blood flow at least until you started running out of blood on the on the back end. So yeah, maybe I don't know. That seems, ima- that seems unlikely. Could you imagine just your head smacking off the ground and then you just looking at your body and then... It would hurt too and that would suck. The, <laughs> yeah, la- the be- last thing the last thing you'd, you'd be like, whoa, boom, done. Well, the last thing you'd remember before you die would just be like, ow, that Wait. hurt. And then, boom, hit your head off the ground and be like, ooch, <laughs> like my head. <laughs> I wonder if it'd be like... If like someone sees their body falling and as their head is falling, and then they, their last thought is, "Wait a second. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure there's some interesting studies uh, resulting from like mass executions in like revolutionary France or something. I'm sure there's hundreds of papers written about stuff like that. Because I was trying to, I was thinking to myself, like, oh, who who got their head cut off so they could uh, test this? And then I thought about, Frankenstein. you know, how terrible humans are. And so... Can we do a head transplant? Has it been done? I believe it might have been done Wasn't there something, six... like, recently? So I think it's been done, but then the subject... It wasn't a person. Uh, but I, if I'm remembering this correctly, I think the subject died, like, days later. So like it's possible, but I I and I'm that's completely oh. from memory. I don't know if that's true at all. Okay, so this yeah this was an, a thing like two years ago. Um, Sounds about the right. guys the guy signed up for the first head transplant, right? Mm-hmm. 
because um a person yeah uh Uh, Valerie, Valerie Spiridonov. So uh, it was some Russian guy. Um, he was a Russian computer scientist who suffers from devastating, devastating muscle waste disease. Yeah. That has left his body compressed like an accordion. Wow. Oof. That's a way to describe it. But um, he signed up for it. 2018, and this article said on April 9th of 2019. He bowed out of it. Yeah, I mean, good for him. He did not want to do it. I mean, they can't even get that stuff to work with in animals, so I don't. I I would wait until the science is back on that before trying to fiddle with some doctor trying it on me. Yeah. Even if you do have some sort of muscle wasting disease. So Frankenstein isn't real. Well, he used lightning, so that was different. Doctors haven't tried that. Ah, it's the lightning. Plus the doctor. At Actually, least in the, in the movie I saw, Gene Wilder was the doctor. <laughs> I don't think lightning was used in the book. I, d- I never actually read it, so. I th- I think it was. I think I was supposed to read it for a class. Oh, we definitely were, yeah. I think I spark noted it. <laughs> yeah. Good old but, spark um, notes. Good old Sparknotes. Anyway, that's the fact of the day. Brought to you by Sparknotes. Brought to you by Sparknotes. Go watch Young Frankenstein and read the book. Buddy. Buddy. How was your day? Oh, goodness. Was it boring, buddy? I haven't done much of anything. Uh, yeah, I've been, but, been at home. I had to I had to do some homework for a movie that uh, we'll be talking about. Homework? homework that's not homework that's uh, reward time i don't know yeah i guess it's homework it was rewarding but uh i i'm really curious to hear what you have to say about it later never never how was your day my day was pretty good actually i um went to grove city hey i know that place yeah, I was up there, out at the Primani Brothers, um, right next to the uh, Premium Outlets. That was kind of kind of a throwback. Brought me a little bit of a nostalgia. Yeah. Especially driving up past Slippery Rock. Um, came back, thought I had to work tomorrow. Ended up getting surprised right before I leave. Like, oh yeah, you don't have to work tomorrow. I was like, whoa, sweet. So yeah, now I have. Saturday off, that's nice. And I came home and I got you gotta use that Amazon Prime Day for something, right? Hey. Oh, oh I missed it. It's oh you missed it. Yeah. Oof. So I bought I bought myself a one terabyte solid state drive for my computer and I bought myself a new jacket which fits like a charm. And you said wait, you you bought this it's a two terabyte two terabyte solid state drive, right? My one terabyte. And you spent two hundred dollars on it. I, th- I think it was two hundred dollars. Buddy, mean, you might have got ripped off. I'm, I mean, it's a Samsung one. I mean, yeah. I, so I bought, I, I bought a name brand. I bought an off, like I don't know if it's off brand. Uh, it, yeah, uh, off brand. But um, I got a the two terabyte thing... for like one hundred and eighty. 
I don't know what. And it works fine. I, I, I don't know what installed an, it myself. What's an 860 Pro, um, SATA, six gigabytes a second? So that's your like transfer speed. So solid state baseline is that's quick. Uh, the transfer speed is relatively high. What what did you say it was? Six gigabytes a second. That's a ton. Um, that's that's, pro- that's probably what you paid for, but I don't think you're gonna need it. Hey man, you'd need like imagine 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 the types of files you would you would have to be transferring for that to be a convenience. Like Call of Duty. Yeah, if you if you wanted to switch <laughs> Call of Duty from your main hard drive to your solid state. 10 times in a row every single day then i can see it but yeah my guess is that's what you paid for hey man that's still pretty quick i have no idea what mine does i'm I, i'm gonna try to plug it in and mess with that later but also my jacket i'm really excited about my jacket is it leather is it a bomber jacket i've wanted a bomber yeah. jacket for a long what's time a, what's a bomber jacket it's like it's like uh it's not denim. It's a little more flexible than denim, but it's like a denim out, denim-ish material oh, on the outside. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, that's exactly what I got. Yeah. There you go. Nice. It's it's real nice. It fits like a glove. Like you would have thought, I went to the store and tried this thing on. Mm. I just like looked at it. I guessed, and I was right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we'll get it. Why not? Sounds nice. So yeah, that was my day. The sweatshirt I've been wearing. Or it's a zip-up hoodie that I've been wearing since sophomore year of college is starting to rip. Oh, you were there for that, actually. We are having this conversation in Colorado, so... This one's starting to rip, and my heart breaks with it, so... Uh, Speaking uh, of Colorado... <laughs> sorry. That's all right. No, 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 that's... I, I, have no, I, I have nothing. I was going to work in a transition here. <laughs> Speaking of Colorado, buddy. Speaking of Colorado, I have forgotten I need to post a bunch of pictures on my social media! Hmm. And speaking of social media, <laughs> the double we watched, segue. We watched a documentary called "The Social Dilemma." <laughs> yeah, we take didn't it a- away, we did- buddy. <laughs> we didn't actually watch this right. Oh, like re- we said we were going to talk about this, and then we forgot about it for two or three weeks. So, yeah, uh, getting getting down to it. So our memories are probably a little foggy, <laughs> which is great. That's always how you want to do these sorts of things. Yeah, don't worry. It's not the spooky movie review yet. Not yet. Although we're, we're, this is pretty spooky, let me tell you. Yeah. Um. So the social dilemma is a documentary slash drama, a docu drama, if you will, about the rise of the social medias in the past two decades, and uh, it's talking about how social media is the first one to use sort of individually focused marketing. Uh, so like marketing to a, a person, one person at a time, and it's all driven by uh, the use of algorithms and machine learnings and other things that people like us aren't really qualified to talk about, but we like to talk about them anyway. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, so the, the sort of big hits that they were trying to focus on was this is a marketplace that has, hadn't existed uh, because a lot of social media focuses on advertisements. And there really isn't wasn't a market for uh, customized advertisement. It was sort of like you bought a billboard, you bought TV slots, and that was advertisement. And there's really little you could do other than buy 
commercials on certain TV channels or something. Like, there's a reason you stop seeing uh, uh, toy and video game commercials after you stop watching Cartoon Network, as it turns yeah. out. That's sad. <laughs> yeah, it, I miss it, those it, days. It is depressing. Yeah, how how many like ASPCA ads do you see watching Cartoon Network? The ones of like the dogs that are all crying and in cages and stuff. I feel like I saw a bunch on those. Maybe. I don't know. Who would show that to a kid? Anyway. But if you did show it to your kid, your kid wouldn't shut up about it. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then then you'd be like, "Okay, we'll help the doggies." <laughs> Yeah, so it's a marketplace that hadn't existed, and it really couldn't exist before the internet, but now that we have the internet, it exists, and um, it's sort of, it's not just the internet that's making it possible, it's also the use of algorithms, which we oh. talk about, and but they're really hard to understand, but basically now you have a, um, a system that can, it takes a thousand people, and it tries, it, it, the algorithm makes decisions, all quotes here. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much based on it, what you what you do and what you look at and how long you look at it. Right. It makes decisions and how you interact with it. It makes decisions to optimize who's using it and to direct content your way in order to keep your eyes focused on the uh, thing. So I, I uh, the way the movie does it is they have like acting played. And they have this one kid um, who's, like, I guess the main actor. But the algorithm is actually played by, like, three dudes. who are It's just, all the same guy. All the same guy talking to each other, like, oh, why is he looking at this? Why is he not looking at this? All right, we'll give him something different here. We'll try something new. Oh, that's working. Okay, we're going to give him more of this. Well, the thing, yeah, the, the uh, at times, the actual acting... Like there, there was acting in the documentary. It was a little bad. Like the uh, whole story thing was sort of cringy the whole time. But it did um, highlight some it, interesting things. Like the one that got me was there was a scene and uh, spoilers, I guess. Yeah, but, spoilers. Spoil. This is a big spoiler. It's a documentary. Episode, <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, just information. It's, oh, whatever. It's an interesting. I like. I like the way they put this documentary together. Yeah, and the and I want to the acting. The acting wasn't bad. It was simple. the acting was fine. The it was simple acting because it wasn't the acting that needed to stand out. It was right. the information. But okay, um, go, go ahead. It was um, the it was a scene where the kid, the two kids were sitting on the couch and they were like uh, talking about going to soccer practice or whatever afterward uh, after school, and the guys, one of the uh, boys, um. I guess love interest walks by and crushes with his their crush. crushes back in high school That's, or middle school. But in in not a the love theater, interest. The theater, it's a love interest. <laughs> but uh but uh so she walks by and he stops looking at his phone or he's talking to her or something and the AI, the personified AI is like why is he not looking at his phone? Oh, it shows that he, it shows, our GPS shows that he's in proximity to this person who, oh! who he's been interested in their, in their posts recently. So send, oh! send, send some, send a notification to him that says they posted a picture. Why don't you comment or something? So hold on that, that kind of freaked me out a little bit. Mm -hmm. I was like, 
is that something that can they actually they, do? They have. So if when, when you surrender your uh, location, yeah, if you're using the app, they can figure out where you are. And if you're in proximity to people, like you ever you ever see the uh, friends list and you see somebody for like the first time or something, and then you get back home and you wonder why you have a have you have uh they're in your suggested friends list then like that's happened to me that happens to the people i work with obviously when uh, the people i'm not friends with on facebook who work with me i their friend suggestions are sitting right next to me and they have to either get that through either affiliation through the university or through location data so that's insane but like it I, I don't know how true that one example actually is. I don't know if that's something they could do, but that that's the but types, it makes that's sense. the types of things that they would do. Yeah. Like they may have not done it yet, but it what if a if a documentary can come up with that scenario, why wouldn't like someone trying to keep somebody on the phone right look at it or and, make that. Right. And it's sort of I th- I think something the movie does well is things that you sort of just take for granted whenever you're using social media you're just sort of like oh that's just a quirk or this funny thing keeps happening isn't it funny that i uh looked up shoes and now i'm only getting advertisements for shoes and things like that yeah but it really it takes takes those those things you can relate to and then puts them in a sort of sinister light and you can see those things that are just like weird quirks of the social media as you're using it turn out that it's a targeted a lot of those things have been have thought put behind them and they're targeting you in some way it's like even if even when you're not on your phone though because like i'm sure a lot of people i've heard a lot of people uh say this like they'll just be talking about it like i'm gonna start talking about dog food and if you're listening to this out loud, like without headphones on and your phone's nearby, if I keep talking about dog food and lots of dog food and how I'm going to get dog food. See, I'm a, I'm a little more. You might, you might, you might get um, uh, advertisements for dog food. I'm a little more skeptical on things like that, at least. Oh, I, it's I, happened to me before. Well, I've watched some of the, some of the hearings on these whenever they take these dudes to uh capitol hill and get a whole lot of nothing done except for making memes about how old people don't understand technology um (laughs) they it seems like there is a line where you can only data that you're feeding into the app itself can be used so i i don't i don't know if i buy so much of the uh just talking about things and since they have access to your microphone and it's not like they're monitoring your messages well back and forth not to say that they can't but that that's that is a line they've drawn for themselves and it they would get themselves in a lot of trouble if they were actually like opening up your messenger app things and looking through all your messages well facebook owns messenger right and they also own instagram right so it's probably somewhere in there that there's key phrases or keywords that they can pull for advertisers to see if like that's something that would stick. But like I, I'm yeah, pretty sure they can Well they they can was it on Facebook? Yeah, it is on Facebook that I see this. So like I've shopped at a at an online store called On It before, right? Mm-hmm. And they're a, a supplement store where all their stuff's supposed to be like organic or whatnot. Anyway, I'll have not followed them on Facebook. 
and I'd start getting advertisements on Facebook about on it. Like I can get a coupon or something here. Mm-hmm. So there's, they're somehow connecting like but what never, I do out, never, outside of Facebook on. So you've never, but you've never searched for on it on your phone or anything. No. Yeah, I, I have, but I'm saying without using um, the Facebook app directly, Facebook is now accessing like Google Chrome cookies or they, they, cookies, there's, there's yeah. a thing that's on your, you download them to go to sites and then Facebook can read those. And that's certainly yeah. true. That's definitely true. Yeah. But I don't know if they go into messenger with the same sort of thing. Oh, I don't, that, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about that. <clears throat> but um, some, some other things that I wanted that I sort of pinged off my brain a little bit differently whenever I was watching this was uh, how they always say like, you know, you don't pay for the product. So you are the product and sort of, or you are being sold to advertisers. Like all of those in the abstract, those things don't mean a whole lot of anything. Like I don't, I don't know what it means that I'm being sold to the advertiser, but I think someone else put it well. It's not that you like, you are being sold to the advertiser. It's your attention. And so the the only thing that's, the main end goal of the company is to keep your attention all of the time. And right. then the app can say, look at how much I can get people to look at this. If you advertise here, we can get them to look at this as well. And mm. that sort of, that, that was, that was the breakthrough I needed uh, a little bit for that topic. Because everyone said like they're selling you. I don't even know what the, how people say it nowadays, but that that concept never really struck me until i heard it said that way yeah and i mean that's why andrew yang he's he's been a big um i don't know what what what's the word i'm looking for advocate a, yeah a big advocate adv- advocate for um you being the 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 sole owner of the data and you being able to sell and maybe make money off of your data for reasons like that i'm a i i can see where he's coming from um personally i would sell all of it but (laughs) because i don't think i don't really care about anything that's been happening to me yeah i mean it's you having data doesn't make you uh doesn't make that data valuable like i just my attention is worth a lot of money buddy right but it's the fact that they can spend you know how if they wanted to get your attention by putting a sign on your home window you'd have to spend like somebody you'd have someone would have to spend like five dollars on some guy looking up your address and printing out a sign and then posting it to the thing but with uh something like facebook you just say here's here's a hundred thousand dollars get me the eyes of five million people and you're only you're not paying very much for one person but you have that pool of people to access and that's sort of so it's not that your data is valuable in in any way i guess but the fact that they are taking your data i i agree with that that's not a good thing right like it would be inconvenient for everyone but the only realistic way for something like that to happen is if you started to pay to use facebook and 
people have proven that they're not super they're not into paying for things and as much as people say they don't like getting their data sold they do like like convenience like if, if amazon could somehow detect how much food was in my freezer and then was like all right here's some more food after a while they, they can't I mean, yeah I, there's I, there's a, there's literally a fridge that does that <laughs> that's funny have you never seen that? I, it's like I, it's like on a screen, and it'll it'll send in an order of what you normally get. I knew I didn't make it. up that example, but it was just it was the first one. I, it was the first <laughs> thing I thought of. I couldn't remember if it was real or not, or I just dreamed it up in some sort of like non-food induced rage or food induced rage. But but the the problem with stuff like that, like with the, <clears> the fridge, the fridge, and with uh, advertisements like being set to you is you no longer you don't the likelihood of you discovering something new that you might like is slimmer yeah i mean yeah for your personal well-being it might not be good i I was more think of it as like someone can then get your data but yeah as a as a sort of as a human who needs to realize themselves on a level other than uh social media then yeah it can it can be damaging to your experience and stuff yeah. And that was another theme of the the acting was, you know, there was a small daughter character who was using the phone. Oh my god, I hated it, this. It causes a it causes <laughs> a, a, do you want to go ahead on sort of I, I Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so in uh uh in this scene there's um there's some kind of box thing and apparently this is also a real item too. You can take someone's phone, put it in there, type in a time and then the box will stay locked until that time's up. And I think they put it, they were doing it for just, just for dinner. Right. Mm -hmm. And the girl got a text and how, how old would you say she was? 13. You sound like a 12 teenager, Mm preteen. And she broke the thing open. So that, (laughs) yeah, I, I mean, I can imagine someone getting that upset about it, but that—that's sort of like the extreme example. But this, I know. Go ahead. But are you going to talk about the 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 uh, no the kid now? The scene I was thinking of with the little girl was, um, she you know she's sitting on her uh, bed and she takes a picture and she posts oh, it. Oh, that that made me sad. Here's my here's here's a funny filter. Post it and then. I, I yeah, think she, okay. she waits a little and she doesn't get a ton of likes or someone comments something like your hair looks weird or something and yeah. she deletes it and then she does a different doesn't one where it's like she's using the kissy face and stuff, which is like, you know, at, at that point, this is sort of, this is at the end of another rabbit hole of a sort of the, the, a pet peeve that I have of like you kids acting out what they see on these social media platforms and as a result acting like adults doing things that they think adults do which is like on social media it means like uh spending awful amounts of money drinking a lot of alcohol doing things with your body that no insane adult would advise for other adults let alone a 12 year old child right but um no but that that was the more poignant scene for me it was it was showing the damages caused to like uh the mental state of people mhm and so then like she got she got she got sad and honestly that made me think like oh man 
if I ever have a daughter, it's, it's like, or even like, a, or even a son, it's like, <clears throat> how, how do you protect them from something like that? You can't unless they don't have the phone. You don't give them a phone, yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah, it's, it, it's like the um, what was it? Oh shoot! Oh, something's going on outside. Um, no, but then they uh, put. Right after that scene, they put up the uh, amount of suicide, teen suicide, that has gone up since uh, yeah. um, the social media platforms really took hold. And it's it's a bunch. I can't remember what the um, stat is at the moment. I'm trying to look and comb through the video. But uh, teen suicide has been up significantly uh, since the uh, rise of social media platforms. Go ahead and say something, because I'm looking for the stat. Oh, I just found the stat. Oh, go. Thank you. Uh, so it goes from 1999 to 2018. Uh, girls age 10 to 14. That's per 1 million girls. So. That's per 1 million girls. Yeah, in, uh. I'm United States? I'm trying to understand how to read this. Yeah, U.S. suicide rates. Um. Social media available on mobile in 2009, and it it was raised up from girls aged 10 to 14, 151%, and then from girls 15 to 19, 70%, and that's compared to the average from 2001 to 2010. Yeah, and I have one for, okay, I found it in the video, from 2009 to 2016, it looks like this chart says. Uh, ages, girls ages 10 to 14, suicides up, um, 189%, 15 to 19, 62%. Yeah. That's so, insane. Yeah. As, as far as, you know, becoming a self, a self-reliant, like actualized human being, this is also not a very good thing for you. And 15 to 19, like, I, I remember high school being like a time of turmoil, but like by that point, you're, you should start settling into being an adult, and the fact that 62% of there's a 62% increase in suicide is like how you everyone has to be affected by this in some some capacity, and it's not as minor as we would like it to be. Well, I mean, people don't want to be adults because, uh, well, they see the stereotypes on social media. Yeah, it might be some of that. Like you're it's social media is being so in a way it can it it can be fun and it can be cool. But in another way it can be detrimental, like super damaging to people's like mental states and oh yeah. to to other stuff which I I kind of wanted to hit on too, which was the conspiracy theories. Oh. And uh, one- and stuff one last thing before we wrap up on that. It's easy to compare your life to someone whenever you're following the most rich and famous people and yeah. they're doing like all a, the things and you're wondering why you can't do all the things. Like, I'm not the rock. <laughs> <laughs> and I understand that. I can, you can buy his clothes and you can, um, I don't know, do his workouts and stuff, but you're not going to be the rock. Mm. I'm, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Yeah, so just, just be you. So, what, were you, what did you want to say on that? Uh, I sort I, of went out of order. I was going to hit on the conspiracy theories at some point. So I you, uh, wanted the conspiracy theories to be last. Yeah, 
Me too. Um, so you can kind of see it. What like I'm gonna use um the Trump and Biden thing mm-hmm. happening right now. So not at this moment. Not at this moment, but from from what I've seen and what I understand is if you like and this kind of, it it shows a lot in the video too. It's like if you're into um one conspiracy or I don't I don't want to say all Republicans are into conspiracies. Um how do I want to say this? Are they more likely to? I I don't even want to say that, but at the moment it seems like it. Oh, are you not are you not basing this on any there, there's obje- there's objective measures out there that saying are there at, at least in this time that Republicans are more because um, so it in the in the move in the show it says um how oh these people are doing this to you they're doing this to you and then the kid is just scrolling through that and just watching more of the same video on different conspiracy conspiracies like you're seeing flat Earth um. The reptilians in Congress, mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff like that, and you just go down this rabbit hole, which it's fine to go down a rabbit hole, but just understand you're in a rabbit hole and it's not real. And I mean, the truth gets blended inside there, and you don't know what you're looking at. When if you're like, um, did you find the chart yet? No, I. It, it, there's there's polls. I mean, there's polls out there recently. Recently, I can't think of any off the top of my head. I maybe will link to one, so I'm not a liar uh, later. But um, it says that conservatives are mildly more susceptible to conspiracy theories. Maybe it was a podcast. We'll put up. We can put that podcast in there as a reference. But um, uh, no, I just so the thing that that was weird about the um, attention getting sort of back to that portion was you know everyone has had a time where it's like one o'clock in the morning and you're in the quote youtube rabbit hole where you've just clicked through enough suggested videos that you're now at you know yeah bush did 9-11 yeah and yeah like it's kind of funny like again something you notice as a quirk it's kind of funny that and everyone always ends up there somehow but the the actual strategy behind that is that's the YouTube algorithm getting you to the video that has the highest retention. And for right, whatever right. Re- for whatever reason, maybe it's that they're engaging and they're actually convincing people. The highest the videos with the highest retention and engagement are like conspiracy theory videos. And so if you just let it let your YouTube roll through its recommended then you're eventually going to end up at 9-11 trutherism or birtherism or anything else. And that's that's another thing that I was... They're advo- and like you were saying, they sort of point you to these uh, contrarian um, spokespeople with blogs and stuff. And they're like, this is the content that people engage with. And it's it's probably that, just a, that's matching what you're looking at right it's probably just a certain subset of people who are just like oh these people really like these videos so let's try suggesting them to others and it, uh, yeah you know with the rise of so, consp- with the rise of conspiracy theories i don't think it's a hundred percent 
okay to say that that's all due to social media, but they do it. You can imagine that it makes it a lot easier for those people to find that content now. So, so my thing is, and you can go back to our one of our previous podcasts. Uh, just called, I think it's just called conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Personally, I love conspiracy theories. I think they're fun, but the problem is when people take them too seriously. Mm-hmm. I I like conspiracy theories because I like to look at the different ways and different ways of thought people have about things and just look at their the way that they can talk themselves around a, a, a problem. I find that somewhat entertaining, but you know now we can see that it's really hurting people and it's they're they're being fed the wrong information, and so that's a problem I have right now with politics too, is you're there's if you're if you're on one side you're only seeing that one side and i don't think you can't really blame the person like you can't put full blame on the person just be like yeah that person's out of my life it's like dude that's all they see they're they don't see the other side that is the truth so that that, i'm a little squishy on that though because i i it's easy enough to say that they're that some sets of people are just uninformed and you can't expect them to rise above that stuff. And I and I look, I do get it. I can sympathize with it. But I Maybe I, you're not seeing all all of one thing, but you're seeing a majority of one thing. Well, yeah. Well, no, if you again, this sort of goes back to if we're if you're using social media for your news, don't do that. Um you you have to take conscious effort to bust out of your bubble and you know i i i think i think the i have enough trust in people to make educated decisions for themselves but that means you you have some responsibility whenever you fail that um fail that standard and and, and it happens to a lot of people who are just, who just want to shut their eyes to the nuance of some of these things on the left and the right Mm-hmm. Um, but you you it, you aren't going to get good information by just casually consuming it. You have to go and actively find it, and, and especially and now it's even more difficult with the social media. But that's just sort of something that I believe in generally as well is that you have yeah. to actually work to find good information, and you have to work to understand and, what the other people are saying. And people have been trained through social media that you're not going to. Um, go looking for something it should just be right there yeah yeah for sure yeah so we actually i didn't think i was going to get to talk about it but i'm actually there's a real-time really weird conspiracy thing going out on right now that involved supposedly hunter biden leaving computers at a at a computer store and then somebody copied the hard drives and then sent them to rudy giuliani and now they're being released but what? it's a mad it's a madhouse and twitter okay. and twitter uh didn't so the thing actually happened but we don't like we don't know where the laptop came from we don't know if the stuff on the laptop is true or if it like it probably wasn't hunter biden who left his computer there and so there's a thought out there that it might just be russian disinformation like some i, I don't i don't want to indulge in the conspiracy too too much but it's yeah. a, it's a madhouse right now the huh. the true the story is tenuous and so twitter decided to shut it down like you can't link to the video you can't link to the story at all 
and so now you gotta I, go look for it but i um well so the story is obviously crap but um twitter made the mistake of shutting i would argue made the mistake of shutting it down so people couldn't find it because it was bad information but now i see on facebook people are posting videos of people being like they're trying to shut the story down. That's how you know it's true sort of stuff. And it's like... Oh, that happened earlier this year, too, with the story. Yeah, with the pandemic thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, still, I'm still mad about that. I still remember the name. But, um, <laughs> but, but it gives people to talk... Like, Twitter did, the, Twitter did the thing where it just shares stories. And then whoever runs Twitter... Jack something? Dorsey something? No uh, idea. No idea. But, um... They try to correct it and they shut it down, but, you know, I would argue that they shouldn't do that. I think they should let people discern for themselves whether it's true or false information. And it gives people the opportunity to make more of these uh, videos saying that they're trying to shut down the true information. And it's just, it's bad. It's, and none, yeah. of, none of this would have been facilitated without social media. Although a few senators were also talking about how it's a travesty that this story is getting buried, so uh, elect That's... better elect better officials, everybody. But um, yeah. So let's wrap this section up uh, with a final question. Oof. Should... I. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sh should we trust social media? Oh no. I think no. it's used. Uh, no, no. What it, it's a tool. It's and you can. We use it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's a tool. Follow Use us. Use it for what it's supposed to. My brother, who was a carpenter, worked with a guy who said, who had the not a hammer rule, and it was don't pound nails in with things that aren't hammers. Like, if you have social <laughs> media, use it to share videos of your friends and stuff. Don't and use it, don't use it as a, as your main uh, news consumption source. There's no yeah. one at Facebook doing research on anything. They're just trying right. to put salacious things in front of you so you can click on it. Right. And just keep in mind, it was created for entertainment, not mm. for news. Mm -hmm. It's strictly entertainment-based to keep your time and to keep your mind off of other things. And I ended up doing too good of a job at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just to wrap up on the... Uh what we actually started talking about which was the social dilemma just to tie that back in um it was funny in the documentary that they made it a point that like it can't just be us who solves the problem as in us being the uh, people who run these companies and the programmers who make the algorithms and such but then by the end of the movie it seemed like they were advocating for full programmer slash tech people to solve the problems which they told us they can't solve so uh, and if if you think this is if you think this is some grandmaster plan, it's not, and everybody's flailing around, and some of us are making a whole lot of money doing it. Not me, but those guys. Yeah. And nobody has an idea how of how we finish this gracefully. So prepare for the crash landing. Yeah, and uh, just go go watch the documentary for yourself. It's on Netflix. How many stars, buddy? Would I give it? Yeah. Out of ten? How how woke are you now? How woke am I? Woke. How awake I mean, are you? I mean, I'm probably at a seven point five or an eight. <laughs> Alright. I like it. <laughs> I, that's how awake I am. 
Um, <laughs> but I, I, a lot of the information I kind of already had an idea about. I'd give, I'd give it an eight. I'm gonna give it an eight. I think it helped solidify solidify a lot of those weird abstract thoughts. So I'd, I'd say, informational documentary, not good for everything, but uh, a good, uh, especially a as a person who has no idea how any of the social media or algorithm algorithm stuff works, very very what, good intro to that. What's your star rating? Ooh, uh, eight and a half. Audible helps you get through the books you're struggling to read by listening to them. With Audible, you have access to thousands of audiobooks, podcasts, guided wellness programs, theatrical performances, A-list comedies, and exclusives from Audible Originals you won't find anywhere else. By using our link, you get access to 30 days completely free. But buddy, guess what else? But buddy, what else? You also get one audiobook completely free, and you can cancel anytime. To get this amazing deal and to support us, please follow our link to www.audibletrial.com slash J and J Connection and sign up now. Welcome to the sp- Weekly spooky movie review. Uh, uh, nice. Nice. Hans Zimmerman couldn't have made a better, better uh, music track. Who's that? You don't know who Hans Zimmerman is? Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure if you pointed out out in the crowd. He. Well, I don't know who, what he looks like. I just know he's the guy that made all the. The uh, music a, for like the ju- okay. <laughs> what's it? What's he make music for? He made music for uh, the Superman movies, and I, he's definitely done more too. Well, that's not what we're reviewing today, because <laughs> that well, I'll just get go into a big old bad rabbit hole. <laughs> uh, hey, call back to the previous section. <laughs> rabbit holes, yeah. Rabbit holes. You really want to get some extremist content. let me let me tell you so this week we watched the original exorcist from 1973 1973 directed by william friedkin friedkin if that's if that's german it's definitely friedkin whatever buddy i i took a lot of notes because I, I watched I watched this early in the week, and I knew we were going to record later in the week, and I just wanted to remember it. Some of my notes are just <laughs> insane. Because I was writing as the movie was playing. Yeah. I, and I did, didn't pause it once. <laughs> we paused it, but I was, uh, I, my notes weren't particular. Like, I, I figured I would remember the plot basically but my notes are sort of uh sparse so well uh, well uh so spoilers big time spoilers big time spoilers <laughs> ahead so the movie's been movie's been out for over 30 years if you haven't seen it buddy <laughs> it, buddy over 30 years it was shot in 1973 that's closer to 50 years just to let you know we're sorry it is not the 2000s anymore and, as much anytime, as i like to well, think it is no 
the way I do my math is anytime I see something in 19 something, right? I'm I'm just like, okay, how far is that from 2000? Right, 30. Right, yeah. exactly. But I'm all I'm saying is that's Look, getting less and less accurate. Not my 2020. <laughs> and you're you're so at this point, if you mistake a 30 year a 50 year old movie for a 30 year old movie, you're off by nearly like a hundred percent. So whatever, just throwing it's... it out there. Fine. So did have you ever watched very many old movies? Um, uh, I've watched all... this era movie, I guess. No, 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 no. None from like the not. That, I mean, not that I can... do the Austin Powers. <laughs> no, <laughs> it no was I'm, set I'm... in that time. That seventies show. Yeah, <laughs> it was also set in that time. But like, no, I can't even think of movies that came from the seventies. I'm sure. I'm sure. When was if we had followers, I would get yelled at a bunch for for not knowing the movies of the seventies, or if any of our followers are uh, into seventies yeah. or a movie. I watched the Warriors. The War. Okay, that's respect. The the only... Rocky, Rocky that came out in seventy six. Really. Um. I feel like that, oh, car- that gives me karate- new, that gives me a new appreciation for how Rocky the storyline of Rocky actually. Yeah. Karate Kid came out in 84. Okay. So um, the the closest I had I've seen a couple. The closest experience I had to anything that's like this was Deliverance, but that was actually shot in 72, so that's actually a really good uh really good um place to um to be measuring from because it was also a horror slash thriller um with a little different tone or a little different uh topic but horror movie 1970s i'm I'm basically an expert now is what i'm trying to say uh do you know deliverance at all um i'm looking it up it was that the kid uh, playing the banjo looks really familiar if you listen to the thing it's the yeah yeah and uh the squeal like a pig thing it was a it was a weird movie. Not, anyway. Yeah. Moving anyway, on. Moving on. Uh, what do you so think? You said you, huh? You I, go ahead. Calm down. You need to calm down over there. I my notes kind of go in order of the movie, like the sequence of the movie. Okay. You, you so can that, start. Any, the only only thing I really have to comp- I have some final finishing thoughts, but. Uh, any way you want to walk through the movie, you can go right yeah. ahead. I I have questions for the end. Okay. So at the very beginning, where are they? Do you, Do you want to give a slight plot? It's so the girl gets girl gets possessed by the devil. They got to get her get it out. There, mm-hmm. there's your plot. Fair enough. <laughs> that's fair all enough. I'm gonna get. That's actually so, that's pretty accurate. At the beginning, I was I wrote. Where are they? My guess was like somewhere in Egypt or something. It looked like Egypt. Dig- it said Africa, so Egypt. Yeah. Oh, it did say it did say Africa. They it was in someone talked and they said the guy was in Egypt or uh, no, not Egypt. Sorry, Africa. Oh, Ma- he Max, did say that Max when, he Vi- was, when he was Max von uh, Sydow, who is the Exorcist, who's only it, following our theme of movies where the namesake character is only in maybe a tenth of the movie. The Exorcist himself, Max von Sydow, is the first character we meet, but oh. then we don't. But then we don't meet him again till two. He's not till the three, main three character. Fourth, till three fourths of the way through the movie. He's, he's not the main character. He's of that the movie. He's the namesake character. <laughs> Whatever. He is anyway. the Exorcist. Buddy, can I please? So, 
I, I'm just going to read my notes. Okay. Finds relic. Okay. Yep. That was my that was my response to that. Okay. Also, so many hammers in all caps and exclamation points. You know what I was they were For the first 10 minutes it's just What I was thinking is those guys were working way too enthusiastically for people who have to do that all day. <laughs> that was my thought because they yeah. were going ham. And then uh then before we leave Africa, I guess He's there's a dog fight, and he's standing in front of this. I just wrote demon angel. It was a demon with a snake for junk. Yeah, it had some real junk on it. And I and I was just like, oh okay, so he found something bad, and so he found a coin, or he was given a coin, mm-hmm. and he found that that relic thing. Yeah. So, anything on that first scene? No. As far as I can tell, only the coin makes a reappearance in the statue that was yelling at him. But uh, I was going to get into that. Okay, yeah, sure. I want to get into that later. Oh. I said the first scene. My man. Are you walking through this scene by scene? I only ha- I don't have a whole lot of notes. All right, just also, go through your notes. Kind of. I'll try to stop ne- stopping you. Next, we're in Georgetown. Yes, sir. Then, there's a noise in the attic. Being completely ignored, that is no way in heck rats. Rats. <laughs> like, Fair. <laughs> that drove me insane. It's rats, buddy. You think she knows what rats sounds like? She's You're a right. movie she's star. A, she's an actress. Also, did you see those glass five-gallon jugs? I didn't. I saw him putting those on, and I was like, yo, I didn't know those were ever made out of glass, but it makes sense. Which ones? Um, they, it was in her house. The dude was putting on like a five gallon jug. You know how in my house we have those five gallon plastic jugs we put on our, like a, like an office building would have. You, you mean for a water cooler? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. No, I didn't see that. Oh, okay. That. But they're glass water cooler jugs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then, um, what's her name? What's the little girl's name? Uh, Reagan. Reagan. Finds a freaking Ouija board in the closet? <laughs> I know. Out of nowhere? <laughs> like, okay. That's that's fine. Play with it a couple times. Um, Dr. Howdy. So, no, Mr. Howdy. Yeah, I, Ca- he's a doctor Captain now. Howdy. He, no, I'm pretty sure it was just Mr. Howdy. I wrote Captain Howdy. <laughs> I think e- either Captain. he went to the army and was promoted to captain, or he went to a lot of school and is now a doctor. So, Dr. Captain Mr. Howdy was the yeah. name of the demon who operated the Ouija board, which never got used or mentioned again. <laughs> yeah, he was mentioned again. Yeah, once. But the, By... the Ouija board was not. No, it wasn't. But I thought that was dumb. They just messed with that thing. <laughs> um, Then, uh, I just wrote... Oh, that's when she went into the she went up into the attic, checking the rats with no light. The candle. Yeah, the candle. <laughs> candle then the candle. Then it goes <laughs> up in flames, real big. Then goes out. Mm-hmm. Then the guy appears. It's like there are no rats up here, and I was just like, she ignored like, uh, uh. Buddy, it's just rats. Buddy, the candle lit up in in, ma- in a massive flame. That's what rats do, buddy. Have you ever seen a rat? 
They're firebenders. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, then, it, then it goes on. Reagan pees in front of the guests, like right on the floor, and says, you're going to die up there. Who was she talking to? I don't know. It was just, okay. So it wasn't like any character that we knew the name of. No. Okay, fair enough. Go ahead. And then, then she's up there, and that's when the bed shakes, I think, for the first time. Mm-hmm. And we see a priest's flashback. The flash of a face during a priest's flashback. It wasn't a flashback. It was a, it was a dream. So, part of the, was, was uh, it a dream? The, the background to that was he um, he visits his mother who is not doing well, and so he has that's right. Yeah, he has to uh, he he puts her in an institution because uh, her leg was broken she was living on her own and uh and she hates it like she's going insane and he feels so bad so he takes her out and then later on there's some exposition that said she had died at home because nobody was there and so that that was following that uh flashback backslash dream sequence was following that where it was like his mom was trying to say something to him and he couldn't hear her. And so he tries to run to her, but she walks away down a subway or something. So it was that, that was, that's what was going on. And that's where the face appeared also. Okay. Um, so then after that, I think, uh, Sue took her to the doctor or something. Mm-hmm. And, and she, they, they had already seen her float, I believe, and bend backwards. Yeah. She was like hopping off the bed. Yeah. She wasn't hopping; she was floating. Right, she floated off. Right, and um, but it was a, a little <laughs> unclear. Yeah, then the uh, the doctors say accelerated motor performance. Right, yeah, like lift, like women lifting cars off their children. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> okay, like so far, so far for me at this point, the movie's not doing great. <laughs> Personally, all right, um. And then the medical medical equipment being super loud. Yeah. Did you n- re- notice that? To be fair, some medical equipment is very loud. So that was actually a question I wrote after that. <laughs> is medical equipment really loud? So, so I, it, act- I actually have to talk about a little bit about the medical stuff. The uh, scenes where they're doing the uh, they're injecting contrast into her brain and then taking X-rays. Apparently, that that scene was gross. I was watching with Amy, and she she didn't like that at all. But um. That scene was gross because her neck starts shooting out blood. Um, but yeah, I was like, does that happen? Yes. So I looked it up, and apparently that was such a good depiction of that procedure where oh, you're putting God. contrast in through the uh, the carotid artery that that was used in instructional videos, and they said it was one of the most detailed medical procedures ever ever in a uh, popular film. Oh and, my God! And that was set in 2012, I believe. Same with the mustache guys. What mustache guy? The the dudes not wearing masks in there with the mustaches. <laughs> the creepy mustache. Dude, you could smoke in you could smoke in hot. I know. Place, so the dude the dude walked out and lit a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> like that actually happened. That wasn't just cool Hollywood. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, hearing about the stories where people would smoke in like scientific labs, like. Uh, that that's that is that is always a treat like i know it happened but always a treat just so funny to think about um so then oh i wrote 
They really got after got after it with all the noises. They use it to make the viewer uncomfortable. Lots of that's noises. Kinda, that's what I summed that up to. Um, I don't know what happened after that. I just wrote, did the detective find a relic? The detective? Yeah. I... He picked something up out of the out of the guy's hand who fell down the stairs? It wasn't his hand, no. They never showed the body, which I think was interesting, but we can get into that. Um, no, it... Honestly, I don't know what he picked up off the ground. It kind of like, it kind of was shaped like that, but it wasn't that. I'm like I'm 95% certain that it wasn't that. That's what I was trying to figure out. It was just some um, clump. I I have no idea what it was. Yeah, and then then we get to the exorcism part. And I thought it was interesting that there were no sound effects being played during the exorcism itself. Mm-hmm. That way you just heard the noises of her going or like saying like talking in the weird voice or mm-hmm. just all the different weird human reactions mm-hmm. um you see that that face flash again over her face yeah um well damon ends up going in alone because the old guy did he die uh he died eventually but he didn't die immediately yes yeah, so then David so goes the in alone. Va- Max von Sydow, the namesake, or the uh, title character, um, did the exorcist with Damon. Is that Damien? That's what his name was. Damien, yeah. And uh, they did the they did a part one of the exorcist, and then they walked out, and then Damien walks back in and yeah, so, talks so to that... him, and then he then Damien so... da- Damien has to leave. Then Max von Sydow goes in alone, then he dies, and then Damien comes in, and then stuff happens. So, um, and in uh, real exorcism, I mean, I don't know anything about real exorcisms, but I was thinking, like, why would it, they, I've never seen it in a movie, them do more than one session, but it kind of made sense, like, okay, you're trying to exhaust the demon, I guess, to get it to leave. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, as like, as like a, having that not be the entire climax, I think was interesting, like, I, in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Um... So then, anyway, Damien goes in and he starts yelling at it and he just says, Take me instead! Me instead! Me instead! Or whatever. Yeah. And then the demon's like, okay. <laughs> Jumps over into him and then it tries to take over his body. It can't immediately. So what does he do? Jumps out the window jumps, and kills himself. Jumps out the window, falls down a billion stairs, and then dies. And that's how you get rid of demons. That's, that's how exorcisms work. I uh, I cannot so tell you how many times I've been in Georgetown and someone, the person I'm walking with, because I don't know my way around at all, says, uh, you know, the stairs to the exorcist are around here. And now I know what they're talking about. And to be to be honest, I, I was expecting something a little grander, but I'll look for those stairs. Uh, it reminded me of the, stair- the stairs the Joker danced on yeah except this Um, was a little different (laughs) yeah so so can i i want to i want to just sort of go on i want to hit my i want to hit my sum up points basically the build was really slow like yeah having watched movies now it's like there's always music that points that gets you to feel the way you're supposed to feel and uh, a lot of scenes just I don't know if they were wasting scenes 
before um like a lot of the expedition exposition was done by people talking that was a little lame um but there's just a lot of like background setting where you just you know uh do you really need to know this stuff right yeah like even the guy the the dig scene in the beginning that so he he's in this dig scene some weird things are happening he sees this weird statue with the snake junk and it's kind of it's all kind of weird but then later on in the movie someone says we need this marin guy that's what his name was uh max von Sydow's character name name was marin and uh they're like we need him and then somebody makes an offhanded comment like oh wasn't he doing digs in africa or something they're like no he's back and yeah. that was the extent of that story and it was yeah it was a lot like, of okay. so i've recently been have you ever heard of chekhov's gun no chekhov's gun is this thought in movie making that um if or maybe just literature i can't remember but if there's like a gun on the table in the first scene then you better have that gun doing something or it better be shot by the by the end of the movie and it's this idea that you don't put in like extra that makes things. Sense. Yeah. You, you like why why mislead people or why waste time? It seemed like right. there's a lot of those kinds of things. Yeah, like th- that relic. It didn't show. It, there was no significance <laughs> to that. Yeah, the relic never came up and again. And then, and then the coin. The coin only. How how did Damien get it? Yeah, I don't know. Damien got the coin somehow, and they're like, yeah, it's just he just has it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, um there, there's a few things like that yeah i can't i have a bunch of, i have three more questions on here um so but he, he, the thing is once they like get into it it goes hard or like I, I i got this feeling like you know in horror movies you sort of get this sense of dread like when's the bad thing's gonna start and when is, when am I going to get scared next? That that's always the sort of calculus I'm doing when I'm watching those movies. It's just like I don't I don't particularly like being scared, and so whenever I'm watching those movies, I'm in like constant anxiety. Like, oh, here comes a jump scare. No, here comes a jump scare. No, here comes. That's and part of that's part of the experience, man. That's a that's a poorly written movie, is what that is. What what I what like it, I like what, what this. The, wait, wait, wait. The payoff though is when you actually don't get a jump scare. And they actually scare you, or try to scare you in a different way that's not a jump. Jump scares are bad. It's easy. It's easy money. Like I know, but I'm saying if I come, it's, if, it's, I, if, I, if I if I payoff is not getting your, a jump scare. If I came into your house and tried to, and but like, that's what I'm saying. I'm knife. agreeing with you. Well, I no, I because I don't appreciate the jump scare. Just get I, rid of it, that, buddy. That's what I'm saying. Are you saying that? I thought you. But you no, I'm saying that the payoff. Is when you're watching a horror movie, right? Okay. And you're expecting a jump scare to happen. And a jump scare doesn't happen. And instead, they get you a different way. Okay. Well, right. So, like, in in some movies, like, instead of a jump scare, it's not a jump at all. It's a slow... But that's expecting expecting good horror. That's not expecting a a jump scare. Like, if... I, I right, but that that kind of tells you what kind of horror movie you're watching. Anyway, we well, gotta, yeah. we gotta wrap this up. Keep, but keep going. anyway, I like when it goes on, it's on. Like the the weird things start happening, and then they're like, okay, this is serious. We need to take this seriously. The doctors get involved. They can't find anything. 
I thought it was also interesting that the doctor portrayal it was like her going there. It was almost like the cure was worse than the disease kind of thing, which was interesting. Yeah. Like there was no good way out, which is sort of like it builds despair, I guess, which is, you know, that's that's a horror movie. Like, how are you going to get out of this? It's not too clear. But um, it also whenever she gets home, the um, the sort of bad things that happen that escalate the plot are so infrequent, but they're really like powerful. I feel like, mm-hmm. like I did not. There is a ton of blood in this movie. There is weird. Uh, ghost... Was there? Yeah, she was stabbing herself. Uh, in one uh. thing, and it was also vulgar. Like the stabbing was vulgar in a way but like this girl goes she's like a 12 year old girl or something and she's saying things uh that are vulgar um i see i must have missed that the way i watched it how'd you because watch i watched i watched it for free on direct tv's oh. thing okay. and I, and i was thinking like i saw like her stab herself like but i didn't see a whole lot of blood uh, so, no, so there wasn't a ton of blood, but I, th- I didn't hear I didn't hear her say anything like super weird, and I was kind of expecting that. Really? Ooh, you missed out. So uh, I guess t- I'll take that. I because I I was trying to watch it for free. Is my oof. problem? <laughs> no, we we spent the three dollars. Come on, buddy. No, Sorry, so I'll, I'll I don't do know if we should. She, you don't gotta she say was saying what, what she, she was saying like sexual things and I yeah I figured yeah and it was like really uncomfortable to be there and yeah. but those scenes it wasn't like they were just trying to drown you in gore and be like look at how bad this is it was like there was an obvious escalation and then it's and then it felt like the 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 room that she was staying in was the was the room you could expect it to be scared in. And for me, uh-huh. that was a nice... It was like, they told... They, they sectioned off all of the bad parts to this room, all of the escalations to this room. And then once they walked out of it, it was sort of trying to deal with that and feeling the despair of the moment. But like once you went into that room, you didn't know what was going to happen. And it, those the events where you went in the room were so infrequent that it wasn't like overwhelming. But I think it was, it was comfort, comfort, comforting to me in a way that there was like the bad room or the spooky room, and that's where yeah. that's where things are gonna get bad. And I yeah, but it, it made the moments in between no less interesting, I guess. So right, that was that was something I did not expect. To, Deliverance was not a very good movie in my eyes. It was just sort of weird that's and not the movie i know that's i know not the movie but there was no we gotta wrap this up <laughs> but there was no building there was one bad event and then it was just sort of the fallout of that but this one was like it had a way of escalating the tension without making it explicitly like gory or people dying at every single turn and i didn't expect it and this is a really really good movie for that i think huh so i, ha- I just have like two other questions and i guess a statement mm-hmm. um so in the end, no charges were pressed, <laughs> and they just the girls fine, and they're like, "All right, let's go." Yeah, by the end of the movie, by the end of the movie, she did murder somebody, and uh, 
That was the funniest part whenever homicide homicide cop showed up. Him and Damien are talking as if Damien was the one who committed the murder. And he was just this weird, like, he just kind of showed up and then he knew things about witchcraft and stuff. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and But what really got my goat was whenever he showed up at the end and... <laughs> Just peeked through the door. <laughs> he didn't peek through the door. He grimaced. It was like she opened the door, and his face <sighs> was just like big, mean, big, mean face. As what I know, what you got going on in there? Oh my god, How, that was hilarious. But yeah, what was your last one? Um, I wrote. What was the old man look? Oh yeah, when when uh, what was the main? What was the main exorcist? Exorcist guy's name? Mar- Max. Uh, his name was uh, Marin. Marin, what was he looking for in the beginning? I think he was Why just doing was he research. even there? I think he okay. was doing research. They just said he and, was on a dig. Oh. And then the uh, last bit that I kind of appreciated was... um, Was that Damien guy when he jumped out of the window and fell down the stairs? I felt... I, I realized at the end the stairs were symbolic of going to hell. Uh, maybe. I I don't... At least that's how I took it. I think the... I, I don't know if the stairs themselves... Of going... Of just going, going to down. Hell. I that's interesting. Going down. Yeah, it's like, but, you're but, gonna you're, you're gonna die and he took the devil, or whatever it was, back down to hell but by it was, diving down. But it was... Rede- oh, no. What? You're right. Yeah. Oh. See? No, so... Well, it, the thing I was, appreciated that. The thing was, though, it was um, he, so he was going through like a redemption arc, sort of, because he was this weird guy. It was this guy who boxed, and I guess that's a sin or something in, in Catholic. <laughs> he school. looked. I was gonna. I was thinking. That's a, yeah. That's another movie. Like that's another. This guy looks like Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing that never got explained. All right, whatever. But um, yeah. So he boxed, and he, uh, he's a sinner for that. But so um. I thought his arc was more of a redemptive one rather than him going to hell. But, um, but he was also like at the, at the bottom, he was being read his last rites and stuff. And I think by the, by the end of it, he was purged of his sins or whatever, whatever those might've been. Um, but, um, in the, in biblical canon, uh, Jesus had to go to hell, um, before he was res- before he was resu- resurrected to life and eventually ascended into heaven, so right that's the n- n- you you saying that makes that more clear to me in my in my mind now. So thank you for that. You're welcome. So overall, I'm gonna give it my ratings and then we can close this podcast out. My rating for watching it in the year of 2020, I'm gonna give in it a year- 5.5. <laughs> Ouch. I did not like it. Wow, really? It I it just didn't get it didn't get me until the last ten minutes, and that so, like it, I was struggling to keep watching it. Well, what what was it that set you? So I, how about for pioneer of the genre? Because it's the it's the uh, I believe it's the highest grossing film ever, highest grossing for, horror film for sure. Or highest grossing rated R film. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's like $1.8 billion uh, throughout its lifetime. Through multiple... No, Joker. Through multiple re-releases. Joker is the highest grossing R-rated movie ever. 
Somebody needs to update that Wikipedia. Damn it. Oops. Anyway. Uh, what's but um I I honestly I I give it a nine. That was a fantastic movie. Well Wait, what did what didn't you like about it? I I, I don't know, because like it, maybe I missed out on a lot more than I thought watching it for free. Maybe. A free version of it. But it just I don't know, it just like there was so many open details that like the relic, the coin, all that extra talking, it's like they wasted time. Yeah. So my biggest And they dragged it out for no reason. There was that my problem was there was no payoff for watching all this extra stuff. Yeah, I think they could have done away with a lot of uh weird details. All of the expedition being done through dialogue is a uh, earmark of bad bad writing. But um, I and and, and I and I could I could wish also that the themes were a little more explicit because it, it the themes I sort of went I knew about the movie before going into it was this idea that science couldn't solve all the problems, and I thought it was really well done how sort science was like causing some like causing problems just as much as it was trying to fix them and yeah. that you know the the and i what i took from that at least in the abstract is you know you aren't going to find your answer to good and evil through science or something something to that effect and right. maybe knowing that going in sort of maybe i knew i was looking for it too much and started reading into things but i i don't know like the end the beginning was slow but once the once the weird stuff started happening, that's all you were thinking about, and you were like, for me, it was just like, how this is gonna this is gonna get worse before it gets better, and especially how the um, the ending wasn't like purely like just comedy or comedy in the uh, Shakespearean sense where it's like you know everything just turns out okay and everybody's happy and then they go live happily ever after sort of thing. It, because the problem was just getting worse and worse and Max von Sydow dying and you're like, wait, that was the exorcist. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, thought it, I thought it was really good. And I, I don't like horror movies well, and I like that but, they didn't sort of drown me in gore and stuff. May, maybe maybe that's why you don't, you don't watch a lot of horror movies and I do. So I was kind of expecting, I was expecting a lot out of this movie. I was expecting it to bother me in some sort of way, like when I first watched Paranormal Activity for the first time, that bothered me because I saw I I thought it was real, or I th I was thinking like no I was just I didn't under I didn't un un fully understand how that movie was shot, but it tricked me in that way. Hmm. This movie there was no like I wasn't in suspense of anything. I I I knew what was going to happen. So is the hallmark of a good horror movie for you how relatable it is? It, yeah, it's it's how it's relatable to me. Like if I can buy into or the, the, the plausibility, not even the plausibility. It's just if I can buy into it. Like, like oh man, if this happened to me, it may it could be even the fact that it's just this old. Because I don't like pix playing pixelated games. Because I don't like looking at them. You call yourself but, I mean, an artist, but but I mean, Rocky is my favorite movie of all time. Mm. <laughs> So it's like I don't I don't know. This movie just didn't didn't do it for me. 
But buddy. I thought it was great. Sorry. Buddy. Oh, what's next a... week? Next week. I kind of want to do a twofer. A if twofer. you wouldn't mind. Oh, goodness. I, I, I'm curious. Cause I, know I figured I'd movie... let you pick, but uh, because I sort of picked this one. Well, we got we have to watch just rewatch um the Nightmare Before Christmas. That's that's an easy movie? for the last week of Halloween. Movie the movie review. We have to come up with some profound stuff for that to be interesting. But well, that we're just gonna watch it and talk a little bit about it, not a whole lot. Okay. Have you seen The Conjuring? No, there's a good chance I haven't seen any uh, horror movies that you'll mention. I I think. Have you seen the Bada Book? Baba Duck, no. Amy's Baba... seen the Baba Duck. She has. Oh, jeez. So yeah, watch watch the Baba Duck, and watch The Conjuring. Those are the two movies. Oh, That's the two. homework for next week. I barely got this one done. <laughs> you can do it, buddy. We'll rewatch them. Take notes, and uh, yeah. Meet us back here for <laughs> this this scintillating insight. For for the uh, culmination of our weekly spooky movie review, this would this would be our oh dang it maybe we should release an extra special October thirty first in two weeks uh, pod instead of the usual Monday. Who knows? No promises. We'll see. Aight. Aight. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the J&J Connection Podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast. We are available wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can email us. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review. It helps us out. And please tell your friends about the spooky movie reviews because that's what we really want to do now is spooky movie reviews all day. Every, all day and every week. Spooky movie review podcast. Hey, buddy. Buddy. I managed to hit a fly over here, but I only got his wings. So now he must be a walk. Thank you.